Hello and welcome to the first ever Friendship Baptist Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, y'all... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first ever Friendship Baptist Youth Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Evan Poole. I mean, you all know me, the one and only. And with me today is Pastor Cody Shelton, a few of his students, Jack Agood, and Lane Boyce. Guys, how are we all doing today? We're doing good, Evan. Thanks for being our host today. It's great to be here with you guys and not stuck at the house. We're really excited to discuss some things with our students and let them know how they could join us in worship, even from the comfort of their own home. So, uh, Lane, would you tell us a little bit more about how they could do that? Yeah, we're really excited that uh, we're going to be doing this podcast every week uh, so that every week, you know, all of our student ministry will be doing this if we can't meet. The first thing we want to make you aware of is how Sunday school is going to be handled. At 9.15, uh, normal time on Sunday morning, we want to invite you to use Zoom to participate in a time of prayer and Bible study. Uh, the link to join the Zoom meeting will be posted on GroupMe, so be sure to check that invitation and join in. If you're not using a laptop or computer, uh, use your phone or iPad. You will need to download the Zoom app on your device. Thanks for the info, Lane. So, Jack, what's going on with Wednesday nights? Yeah, so on Wednesday night, we're going to be scheduling a Zoom meeting time at 6.30, and we're going to continue to talk about apologetics. Um, we all know that we've been watching the God's Crime Scene videos on Right Now Media, and those have been amazing. So make sure you watch the fourth session before 6.30 so we all have something to discuss. And if you've not logged into Right Now Media to see those videos, you can text Right Now Family of His to 41411. We will also post that text code in the group me so you know you have it right. And if you have any other questions about getting into Right Now Media, please call Cody. Well, this is all great information. I personally can't wait. So, um, Cody, Jack said a few things that caught my mind while he was talking. Namely, he said how important it is that we continue to meet together. Do you have anything you'd like to say about why the fellowship of believers is so important? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, it really is, guys, so important that the family of God continue to find ways to meet together. Uh, even though we're going through hard times where it seems like people are going to be isolated more and things like that, we've got to find ways to come together because fellowship mm -hmm. is, is super important. Uh, I want to read a, a scripture to you guys from, from the book of Hebrews that I think kind of sums it all up. It says in Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25, it says, Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as it is habit of some, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So guys, even though we can't physically be together, I think it's super important that we understand that we take this serious, that we can meet together through Zoom, that we can watch these videos and participate together as we watch these Right Now Media videos and realize that we're all doing this together and we're going to be able to have a conversation over these things. Uh, because guys, it says to not neglect meeting together. Now that means we can't physically be there, but guys, it's so important that we do not become isolated. We could read tons of scripture, Bible verses about how dangerous it is uh, if we were to get isolated. But I want to just continue to focus on on the positive here and just let's be obedient to that challenge that Hebrews gives us, is that let's not neglect to meet together. So guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about, man, I don't want to Zoom. I don't want to get on my laptop or whatever at home. I could just watch TV. We really want to challenge you to be there with us to watch those things. Uh, we're facing hard times and there's a lot going on. And I really want you guys to know that as a student ministry, we're going to be here to uh, support you and to help you through these hard times. Uh, we want to continue to meet um, in, in Sunday school 
and on Wednesday nights and pray with one another. We can we can worship together, even though there's crazy situations going on in the world. Uh, we shouldn't neglect to meet together. And so, uh, you may even decide to pray uh, for a person over the phone. One of the things that you could do together is not just meet together and talk on Zoom like we're doing right now, even with this podcast, but you may decide, hey, it's important for me to instead of texting someone, just pick up that phone and call a friend, pray for them, uh, and let them know that you're there. Try to make meaningful conversations throughout the week, and let's just not get too disconnected. We want to continue to meet with you guys. We want to continue to have fellowship. That's good stuff. Now we're going to turn the discussion toward a topic that we've all been studying, apologetics. Cody, would you like to open up up in prayer? I'd love to. Let's pray, guys. Father, we're just so grateful that we have the opportunity to come together. God, that we have the opportunity to uh, to speak to the one who created us. That's what we're talking about as we've been watching these videos, that we serve a uh, creator God who created the heavens and the earth. And Father, you desire to have a relationship with us. And so we're grateful for the first opportunity we have today to just thank you that we get to pray to you. God, I pray for every student out there listening to this, God, as they're home, isolated away from uh, other believers, God. As we're going to discuss apologetics today, we're also going to talk about how important it is, Father, that we continue to meet together. And so, God, we're just grateful, Father, that we are able to uh, to still worship with one another, even though we're at home or listening on a phone and different things like that, God. So I pray that you would just help us with all the difficulties of transitioning into these next couple of weeks that we may not actually get to have church on Wednesday night. We may not actually get to go and sit down in Sunday school, God. But we know that you desire for your believers to continue to encourage one another, and that's the very thing that we want to do, God. So I pray that your spirit would still move uh, throughout the people. Father, the people that are listening, Father, the the guys here sitting around this table with me that are helping uh, host this podcast. Father, I just pray for each and every one of them. Father, I pray for our discussion, God. I pray that it would be spirit-driven, and that we would be obedient to you in the Great Commission, even though we're isolated uh, and it seems the world is in a panic. So, God, just give us wisdom. We love you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, let's take these next few minutes to talk about uh, apologetics. Today we're going to be on the topic of Christian casemaking. As believers, we're all supposed to be casemakers. We've been studying through the book Forensic Faith by J. Warner Wallace, and he's the author of the videos that we've been watching on Wednesday nights. One of the things that he says in his book Forensic Faith, it says the Christian term apologist can be confusing to non-believers and believers alike. Are Christians who study apologetics trying to learn how to apologize? It doesn't mean to apologize. Uh, People don't realize that uh, the words apologetics comes from the Greek origin apologia, which means to have a reasonable defense. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to apologize anyway because Christianity, I mean, it's the truth. Amen. Yeah, Yeah, the term uh, Christian casemaker correctly characterizes and describes our duty to make a case for what we believe with gentleness and respect. Okay, so guys, what does it look like in our own lives to make a case for Christ with gentleness and respect? Well, you know, like in, uh, as First Peter talks about, we need to not be mean or even like just like have a bad attitude when we're having a discussion with somebody about the faith and we need to do so with gentleness and respect and not be so hateful towards them which a lot of people are kind of like that yeah so um one thing that i do see sometimes is um we neglect that we're supposed to have a reasonable defense 
and sometimes we can get around to attacking instead of defending. Yeah. And that can be hurtful to our witness sometimes. Uh, I think we need to take a lot of our examples um, of what not to do from most modern debates, uh, whether it's some sort of high school debate or political. It's uh, You see a lot of mudslinging, and they're, uh, you know, talking about and very aggressively uh, saying, well, that's not right. You know, it's it's more of a, uh, we need to go in and let them express what they believe and then express maybe why our belief, uh, you know, disagrees with that. So Yeah, I think you guys are on to something. It's not necessarily about winning an argument. We might actually push people away if we try to do that. Uh, it's great advice. I think one of the things that Evan brought up in First Peter, it actually says in First Peter three fifteen and sixteen. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks. That's kind of a two part statement there. I like the very beginning. It says, "But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord." That has to do with our identity, right? Before we could be a Christian casemaker, we're a Christian, mm-hmm. right? We're somebody who's a Christ follower who accepts Christ. As our Lord, I want to make that clear to all of our listeners that you can't be a Christian case maker unless you have a personal relationship with Christ yourself. Because the work of Christ in our lives changes us and creates in us an urgency of wanting to share the gospel. We're not going to be Christian case makers unless we are Christ followers in the first place, right? So if you've been calling yourself a Christian, how would the new label Christian case maker change the way you think about your identity, duty, and responsibility as a Christ follower? Um, just case maker being added to it will bring sort of a mindset of being a participant instead of just a spectator. Yeah. You have something that you are called to do. So, yeah, uh, it's more active, uh, than the word Christian because, uh, you know, people hear Christian and they think they go to church on Sundays. Uh, and that's what a lot of Christians even, uh, you know, sort of think when they hear the word. Uh, but when you hear case maker, you're uh, actively hearing that task. You have to be a case maker, right? Yeah. It gives an idea of someone doing something for the faith. Yeah. Yeah, we have a responsibility. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, basically, let's sum up what we've been talking about here. If we want to be Christian case makers, if we want to be people who live out the, the gospel, right, we need to do two things, right? First of all, uh, you need to grasp the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, right? We need to understand that it takes a personal relationship with Christ um, to be changed, right? To be excited about the good news, right? We're not going to be excited about the good news unless we've personally been changed by Christ ourselves. Uh, I'm going to have Evan read 1 John 1, 9. It says about having a relationship with Christ. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us, forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah, so that's basically, guys, that's extremely good news. Why would we not want to share that with people? And then knowing that truth, right, knowing that truth about the good news of Jesus Christ and what it sets us free from, why would we not want to learn more and more about how to defend that faith, how to express that to people that may not know Christ? Y'all have heard that thing where it's like, um, if you were in like some serious car accident and someone saved your life and paid your medical bills and all that, like, you'd be pretty excited. You'd be telling a lot of people, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always heard that example given as, like, the kind of excitement that 
we should have about having all of our sins, past, present, future, forgiven and being accepted into the kingdom. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting news. I think a lot of times we take for granted what we've really been freed from. Mm -hmm. And, man, why wouldn't we share that? So, yeah, that's our first thing is we need to understand, man, we've been given so much. And God's also given us an opportunity and a responsibility. So, secondly, the thing that you'll need to be a Christian case maker is an audience, right? You'll need a group of people or someone in your life that has not yet heard the gospel. Uh, do you guys know people like that? A few. I go to school with 3,000 kids. And the majority of them either wouldn't call themselves a Christian at all uh, or call themselves a Christian and aren't actively pursuing the faith. So. Yeah. There's family members, friends, acquaintances. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're going to end that conversation there so that we can pick it back up Sunday morning in Sunday school. Yeah, remember to download the Zoom app and uh, tune in for Sunday and Wednesdays. And I can't wait to continue this conversation with you then. All right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having you all on today. And um, until next time, and guys who are listening, don't forget to wash your hands. Thanks for the helpful information, Lane. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, I'm just, I'm blown away. That gave me goosebumps. Like, almost, I think I forgot my line, but, uh, what? <laughs> I didn't forget my line. Well, gentlemen, wait. <laughs> I thought I was saying it. I'm 